Live from the heart of Los Angeles, this is the at home edition of the Life Changes Show. Look at the bright With tonight's special guest from Green to Gold and Earthstock, Alan Trapner. And tonight's performance guests, Colin Martin and Samuel J. I am Mark Leisure, and now our host, the MC, the Master of Change, Filippo Voltaggio. Take action with real regenerative solutions for our world. I am Filippo Voltaggio. This is the Life Changes Show, and it's interesting uh, to start off with those words, take action. I can't think of stronger words for today, especially when you connect them with real regenerative solutions and add to that for our world. We couldn't have a better person to have this conversation with today than our guest, Professor Alan Tratner. We've spoken to him several times before. He's a great friend of the show. We've worked on projects together. We've known him for a long time. And yet, I don't think anyone will ever know uh, all of what he's about and what he's making happen and has been making happen uh, for the world uh, in the sense that he was one of the co-founders of Earth Day. It's interesting. So people talk about Earth Day. Well, here's the guy that uh, was dreaming about this and seeing it happen. And people talk about people like uh, Buckminster Fuller. Well, here's a guy who worked with Buckminster Fuller uh, b- b- until he passed. And so uh, how exciting to be able to tap into him in this moment in what's happening in the world, in this moment in our history. And it's interesting that um when we talk about, because he's inspired so many young inventors, he's inspired so many people, and we'll talk a little bit about that, but what inspired him? Here's something that inspired him that I would like to share, that he shared with me, and the two of us both got teary-eyed a little bit when we started talking about it and going through the words uh, before the show. It's from Adelaide Stevenson. It's from 1964. You might have heard it. It's called Spaceship Earth. We travel together, passengers on a little spaceship, dependent upon its vulnerable resources, reserves of air and soil, all committed for our safety to its security and peace. Preserved for annihilation only by the care, the work, and I will say the love we give our fragile craft. We cannot maintain it half fortunate, half miserable, half confident, half despairing, half slave to the ancient enemies of man, half free in a liberation of resources undreamed of until this day. No craft, no crew can travel safely without such vast contradictions. On their resolution depends the survival of us 
all. We're going to talk to Alan Tratner on what this means to him and to us and to the future of all of us and our planet. And a little later on, we're going to have live performance with Samuel J. and Colin Martin here on the Life Changes Show, Light at Home Edition, when we come back right after this. Have you felt inspired to meditate, but you just can't? Do you suffer from anxiety, but fidget toys just make you more fidgety? Want to replace negative self-talk in your head that keeps bringing you down? Introducing the latest self-help solution, Phi Beads. Transformational beaded jewelry inspired by ancient wisdom, science, math, and psychology. All Phi Beads are designed to incorporate the powerful Fibonacci sequence, nature's mathematical formula that has shaped our existence from the beginning of time. The Fibonacci sequence, also known as the golden mean or the golden ratio, is recognized by our conscious and unconscious mind and resonates as order out of chaos like we see in plants, flowers, seashells, ocean waves, the pyramids, and in our own body. Not only beautiful, they feel good to wear. Phi beads can help anchor tranquility, positivity, focus, and structure in your life by doing the Phi meditation. Phi meditation helps you harness the power of I am for intention, affirmation, and manifestation. Affirm the life you want. Get your set of Phi beads at phibeads.com. That's Phi, P-H-I, beads.com. You are listening to A Conversation That Matters on The Life Changes Show. Broadcasting live from the heart of Los Angeles every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Share the journey with us at lifechangesshow.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Life Changes Show. We are back. I'm Filippo Voltaggio online with our co-host and producer, Mark Lejure. Boy, you said it. Uh, Alan is a force, literally, of nature. Uh, I don't know that I've come across anyone more committed, more 24-7 action-oriented, and more plugged into the community of uh, truly making a difference and, and, and helping everyone he can to help this planet. Uh, and uh, Earth Day, can't, uh, can't think of a, of a better time to honor him and all the work and all the great projects that are blooming yet again. Uh, you, you know, and Mark, in creating like a title for him, uh, the list could go on and 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 just don't know where to stop, don't know where to start. So I'm just going to list a few here for those who are not familiar with him. Uh, he is an inventor, a serial entrepreneur. He is a, a, a consultant and international director and creator of Green to Gold. Uh, he's a co-creator of Earth Day, on and on and on. Professor Alan Arthur Tratner, welcome to the Life Changes Show again. <laughs> Hello. Wow, what an introduction. Thank you, gentlemen. This is such a thrill to be back with you again. And I'm glad you read that uh, the profound quote of Spaceship Earth. That's what touched me in 1964 when I was in high school and I had a whole different course. It changed my life, which is perfect for life changes, because I decided to go in a direction that would make a difference on this planet. I, I was looking around me and seeing these conditions that Adlai Stevenson was referring to about warfare 
and 20 million people a year starving to death, a lot of them children around the world, unacceptable, uh, acceptable, uh, ethical, moral, uh, it, just unbelievable. And star the starvation, the pollution that was all around us and industry was just pumping it out and nothing was happening to stop it. And I just decided to take whatever talents and skills and science and art and everything else that I had developed and go in a different direction. And that direction led me to forming an environmental action group that was a local citizen group in, in Southern California. And it got attention from the media. And we did something called Personal Solutions. And it was a little booklet on recycled paper. And we tried to do everything we could sustainably. And it got a lot of attention, what people could do in their homes and beyond to make a difference as consumers. If you're going to spend a buck on food, clothing, whatever vehicles, you know, make a choice that makes a difference on this planet and supports the environmental companies and the nonprofits that are going to make a real impact. And now you got to remember this. This is all just before 1969 when mankind's greatest technological feat to date took, him, took them to the moon and back. And Buzz Aldrin, that was part of that mission, the Apollo mission, ended up on my board of directors. And I spent the whole day with him. And he told me the story of going to the moon and back. And I was just enthralled. And then there was also Woodstock, this incredible uh, music concert that took place. And also in 1969 was the beginning of the modern environmental movement when there was a huge uh, oil platform blowout in Santa Barbara Channel. And I rushed up there on my little 50cc Honda. You meet the nicest people on Honda was the song. And it got 225 <laughs> miles per gallon. And my parents let me buy it and use it if I bought a helmet and gloves and everything boots. And I rushed up there and stood with other volunteers in ankle deep, smelly, horrible, sticky oil that was covering all the beaches and all the birds and fish were dying around us. And I just broke down crying. I said, this is enough is enough. We've got to do something about what we're doing to this planet, Our, the life support system that allows all of us to live and all the millions of species. And that's what led with my little humble group to being involved with the creation of Earth Day in 1970 on April 22nd. And, uh, you know, Senator um, uh, Gaylord Nelson was the person, the spark plug for that, and a whole bunch of other people that wanted to do a teaching that was pretty common in the 60s. You know, what a decade we had, a revolution of, you know, civil rights and anti-war and anti-atomic weapons and and I marched with Martin Luther King and we were doing, you know, like we got so involved in idealistically trying to make a difference on this planet. And they said, well, we had Earth Day. Turns out, without the wonderful communications abilities that we have nowadays, gentlemen, where we have, you know, the Internet and smartphones and social media and every kind of thing you can imagine, we had none of that. There was just television and radio. And 20 million people, one-fifth of the U.S. population, showed up for that first, first Earth Day, and it triggered such a movement, caused the Environmental Protection Agency that did not exist before that, and the Clean Water and Air Acts, and replicated by almost every country on the planet, having an like environmental 
Protection Agency and caring about this. And then it spawned all these courses. We were a leader in that about sustainability and resilience and, and uh, pollution remediation. And it just it just just barreled along. Then comes only two years later, the United Nations Conference on the Human Environment in Stockholm. And I was invited and got a, a sponsorship, a grant to use my skills in art and science and everything. And I did a series of wall charts, technology versus the environment, one on the biosphere, the life support system, the spaceship Earth. And the most important poster was the thinker. And I just expressed myself. And it says the thinker. Remember Rodan's thinker yeah. sitting on that rock? Well, my, I'm looking at it right now on the wall. With his so fist I, on his head. I, was yeah, he hitting right, himself was, in the I, head? No, no, he was basically <laughs> resting his chin. Yes, yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. And I put, I made this poster. And, and, and if we were visually, you'd see it. I'd show it to you. But it was a skeleton. I took all his flesh and muscles off. And it was sitting on the planet Earth as we first saw it. The very most important photo in history, they say, is our looking back to see our home, planet Earth, that came from NASA spinning in space, this blue marble, you know, only 25,000 miles in diameter with such a small, incredible life uh, infested, fantastic uh, spaceship or systems of, of uh, air and water and food and, you know, the oceans, water planet. And here's the thinker sitting on the planet. And it said the thinker at the top. And then I wrote too late the doer at the bottom and on his skull, his forehead, I put pollution, starvation, and war. These were the plagues of mankind. They haven't changed, unfortunately, as much as we've done. Uh, and and that's this poster became quite a po- piece of political art and really surprises. Hundreds of thousands were sold and distributed along with my other posters. And we made a big impact and met a lot of NGOs at uh, around the world that we fostered and helped. And as been already pointed out, we have this, uh, I created on Earth Day, the green to gold incubator, the longest existing continuously operating full service incubator on the planet. And the first one was impact right out of the chute. And it was about fostering, inventing the future, making money at it as an incentive. The economic difference between us and a lot of other environmental groups was sustainability and fostering the green economy. That would really make a difference. The green economy with renewable energy would transform this planet and raise up the people that are in developing countries that are suffering and trying to survive. It would help everybody and do it in a way that would be fair and balanced and inclusive. And we knew that back then, or at least I did, and we were pushing it all this time. 52 years later, here we are. The 50th birthday of Earth Day was two years ago, and the pandemic canceled it. We were so crushed by that. We had such big plans for take action. But now, as you pointed out, take action's happening. This year, we're doing it on uh, April 22nd, next week, and 23rd. And it's a global stream. We didn't have those tools before. You know, Earth Day has now become the largest civic uh, occasion, event on the planet. You know, a couple billion people involved, more than 120 countries. It's just amazing what the seed that we plant and how it touches. And then Greta comes along about climate change, along with uh, Al Gore, who I worked with when he was vice president, about I- inconvenient truth. And all this is spilling out in front of us. Antarctic is melting faster than anybody predicted. The 
North Pole, same thing. Uh, there's, and the mo all of us are, you know, all even the climate disbelievers can't deny that the record-breaking temperatures and droughts and hurricanes and tornadoes and storms and floods and everything you can imagine that's happening to this whole world right now the last few years and stepping up at a pace, uh, it's just incredible. We are reaping the whirlwind of ignoring what we do to the planet. And, you know, just what a couple of weeks ago, the UN came out and said, it's now or never. The pace of climate change, uh, heating up carbon in the atmosphere will be, they had 127, I think, uh, points about some of them will be irreversible. I have a child, his name is Quest. I never knew what I was doing all my life and caring about this until he was born. And I said, that's what it was all about, the future. And, and what he's going to inherit, let alone what we're doing right now, poisoning ourselves and, and wrecking the planet and, and you know, causing, uh, you know, all these extinctions of plants and animals. We're in one biosystem. We're in one ecosystem. We're all connected and we're self-destructing. You wouldn't do that on a spacecraft, would you, spaceshipper? You wouldn't pollute the air. You wouldn't pollute the water. You wouldn't, you know, hurt the spaceship. Because that was keeping you alive. That realization, by the way, is so poignant for all these billionaires and astronauts that keep coming back and they're spiritually moved to care about the planet all of a sudden, you know, and, and get into this whole thing about we're on one species on a planet with millions of other species and we better take care of this home. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I'm thrilled that you read that quote it, it it changed my life forever because that's the we're still in that predicament of course we have technology here's the whole point uh you were wondering what to call me i've adopted a new thing that was given to me a moniker a solutionary in fact that's going to be that's what we're trying to do mm. this it, it's it's basically we want to identify all the solutions there's a comment that was made i was on an international investment forum for the insurance industry, by the way, which is already saying that climate-driven changes are costing them a trillion dollars and they're wringing their hands about what's gonna happen. So they adopted my transition project as a national transition initiative. And there was a marine biologist that was on before of me. And they said, you know, there's an infinite pool for worry. We're all worried, the horrible, tragic stuff happening in the Ukraine and what's happening with climate change and the supply chains and food and everything else. People are worried, but there's an infinite pool for that. And what we got to do is spread optimism, earth optimism, mm. real solutions. And that's what we're doing. And we're fostering it the whole year. It isn't just one day event for us. It never has been since the beginning of Earth Day, but we really want to make this be the year that we show the world the solutions and push them, push the entrepreneurs and inventors and the nonprofits, you know, we're responsible for like 200 nonprofits that are socially environmentally responsible. And they have a synergistic interaction with uh, our enterprises. Green to gold. That's what we're, we're doing, the green economy, but it's regenerative. Everything can be regenerative, your health, your well-being, your mental state, the environment, your work. What you do, your education, what you do with your kids, it, it, there's all in agriculture and energy, you know, renewable energy is such a beautiful solution 
to uh, much of the pollution on this planet, much of the carbon that's emitted that's causing change. And we have to adopt it now. It, we're so blessed on this planet to have the sun and the wind and water power and geothermal and biomass and all these wonderful things at our, and yet we're living in this fossil fuel mess that's causing most of the pollution and most of the climate change. And we have to get away from that. And I, that's why I wanted to push transition. Uh, the transition means, you know, you're not evil because you were doing what you were doing because you were ignorant. And that's the way everybody else was doing it. What you need to do is adopt your changes now. Transition from what you wear into a sustainable, resilient entity, business, a homeowner, uh, you know, government. It, and that's the big push now, because uh, unless you're... <laughs> intrinsically evil and a criminal. And you know that's the problem, another part of humanity that we have and mental illness and everything else. And a lot of poverty is driven, a lot of terrorism is driven by poverty, poverty and hopelessness. I wanna change that, always wanted to, and, and said that we can't live with that. That isn't what the future should be for my son Quest or anybody else. This is something that we can tackle. We have the solutions. It's just top-down government, grassroots up everyone and we all work together to make a beautiful green economy a resilient global um inclusive green economy for everybody that will protect this planet and the life support system you Boy, know I, carried, I just carried on didn't i <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say because you read the quote <laughs> instead of me so i had to react <laughs> well because i am i'm learning uh, I'm listening, and I trust that we we all are. And and one of the one of the very exciting things is, you know, you, before the show, you and I were trying to figure out when was the last time we connected, and you said, was it on the stage at such and such, or was it on? And and I and I know this that whenever it was that you and I last connected, I thought you were passionate then, and the time before that, and the time before that. But I don't know how you've done it. You've gotten even more passionate uh, or if that's even possible or, or it's maybe become that much more urgent. Yeah, it's both. I, I've never run out of steam for this. You can't be in the eye of a hurricane like we are of creativity and green to gold, global members, 100,000 and being in the media all the time and work. I've been to the White House and all kinds of stuff and love the Biden administration making all these changes. You can't we know that we've got to change it now. We've got to make the change take action. And so I, I'm glad you recognize that. If I run out of steam, I'm the biggest cheerleader for all our inventor entrepreneurs and nonprofits. You know, you I, I, I want that. Yeah, I want them to understand what we have at stake here. And this is the future of us, human civilization and the planet. You know, all we need to do, you know, we still stand in the background with this horrible, uh, terrible, uh, great cloud over humanity that there is enough nuclear weapons on, uh, in the powers that have it to kill every one of us, you know, at least a hundred to a thousand times. It's seldom necessary to kill the person more than once. So it's just ridiculous that we're on the cusp of making such progress and yet we're armed to the teeth and wasting trillions of dollars on weapons to destroy our fellow man. What a species we are. We've mm. got to get out of this. We've mm. got to get out of this. And 
you know, it was 20 million people a year back in that time were starting to get death around the world, and mostly children, unfortunately. And it makes me sick. That hasn't changed much with all the progress that we've had in agriculture and the wealth and resources and the shipping and everything else. There's still terrible plague of of uh, starvation. That's why the thinker's forehead still says pollution, starvation, war. You know, take care of those things and you bring hope to the world. You bring the opportunity to make a big difference and reinvent this planet. The future could be so utopic, I can't believe it. But we got to do it. And, and so it is. And while I was uh, typing away some notes uh, last night, I think it was in preparation for today, uh, I, uh, my, my finger uh, slipped and I was writing and I came back to read what I read and I, I was excited. I wanted to make sure we spoke about green to gold. What my fingers typed was green to God. <laughs> Great. I looked, years, maybe. <laughs> I, 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 I looked at that exactly. And I said, this is God's work. This is God's work. So, so congratulations on green to gold, uh, the incubator. And a lot of uh, fun ideas have uh, come out, uh, inventions and, and innovations. Uh, a lot of entrepreneurs have, have done well uh, through your tutelage and, and your support in this uh, nonprofit mission of yours. Uh, so l- let me ask you this. Could, could you share a couple? And, and it's not just fun and exciting. It's, it's, are there, there are things that can save the planet. There are things that don't destroy the planet, all of which is very important. So could, could you share a couple fun things uh, that we have to look forward to or interesting things? <laughs> fun. That's a niche of fun. fun. Um, I'm trying to figure that out. We do have a whole green venture called Toying Green that we're bursting out into the scene. And that's all kinds of toys, games, novelties that are human uh, friendly and plant planet friendly. And we have a whole pet project that oh. for the, the $100 billion a year pet industry, we're trying to make them sustainable and resilient. And I have a great veterinarian that's in a nonprofit that we created in Green to Gold that is championing this. He says that one of our mottos, like physicians have, is do no harm. And do no harm includes the planet and the environment and what we feed our pets mm. and ourselves, you know. And he's, he's taken the mantle on to be the champion to work with me on this, for the, affecting the whole large uh, uh, pet industry. That's kind of fun. The most yeah. profound, I will tell you, other than something that's happened to us, which, which is a wonderful reward at this, at this year, a major company, you know, about NFTs, and I wasn't even yeah. a knowledge of that until last year. I did a 90-minute interview on Earth Day last year, and people, I was talking about the posters, as I just did for you, and I was showing them. It was, uh, you know, with video, with pictures and everything, and I showed them the posters, and they said, wait a minute, all you're a living authority on all this, and you created all that. We have NFTs. If you do that, we can help support your and it actually happened. A year later, we have launched this incredible, magnificent Earth coin. And it actually has that wonderful quote of Spaceship Earth on it. And um, it's available for everybody to help support what we're doing and how we support all these ventures and all these nonprofits and the alliances that we have. It's a new mechanism in this modern world of alternative currency and everything. And so the Earth coin is being launched. 
with Earth Day. And uh, I, I'm thrilled to see it happen. And the cool thing about this NFT is that the people that went to all the trouble to create this and push it out and help us are donating 100% of mm. the proceeds to our exempt nonprofit that's mm. been around for 52 years. So that's wonderful. But let me give you one other example of something that's maybe fun, but so poignantly important. One of the pe groups that we've now allied ourselves big time is something called CHIRP. And I'm not going to have to spend all that time on it. But what if you could bring back solar energy manufacturing to the United States? We invented it in the Bell Labs in the 40s and everything, but it all went off to Asia, like 96% or something of all the panels, solar energy photovoltaic electric panels that people are putting on their homes and all that stuff are from Asia, other places, not from America, where it was invented. And there's a whole program to bring back to disadvantaged communities through nonprofits. What a wonderful methodology mm. and a whole whole economic about economics about keeping it here in the United States, building the factories that are clean tech green and building the panels, the highest state patents and everything else, most advanced panel in the world blows away all the other panels, okay? And in it in its efficiency and its resilience and its longevity and all that and the energy it puts out. It's a smart computer panel. It's so different than anybody else's panel. And what we're doing in the Chirp Alliance is that we combined our green to gold incubator that we've done you know, in different parts of the world all this time in that economic system, that ecosystem, with our transition project I've told you about, making that transition from where you are to sustainability, put those together, and now we're going into communities, a disadvantaged, uh, hurting communities, economically, environmental justice, you know, pollution and all that. And we're bringing this system, uh, the White House is excited about this, to communities where you build a factory Factory gets powered by the panels. You sell the panels to the schools and the government and the homes and everything and the poor people that can't afford their even their utilities and stuff. Now they have free energy, and and it's just amazing. Wow. The it, it, the circular economy comes back to the neighborhood, the local grown situation, food and everything else, and then spreads throughout the state and spreads across the nation and that's a whole new paradigm for the united states and that the powerful force that footprint that we have of bringing that to communities is remarkable it's one of the biggest change makers that we've ever done and i'm thrilled about it and we're starting uh -huh. to launch these we're already talk we're talking in different states and california of course and then in, in um, other parts of the United States. But it's a model that is so unique mm. with disadvantaged communities through a local nonprofit that entirely benefits from this situation. Uh, they're the ones that host the factory, the Chirp factory and the Green to Gold incubator. Those two powerhouses produce jobs, great green jobs, sustainable jobs, uh, revitalize the economy locally and, and then give all this free renewable energy that is the key to that green economy and stopping the carbon and all the things that's going on. And I, it's just, so I thought I'd throw that in. If yeah. that isn't fun, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Indeed, indeed. Actually, we're, we're going to, uh, 
go to a, a break real quick, but I do want to mention, since we've mentioned already, green to gold, that's the number two. So spelled out green, the number two gold.org, where you could learn about what Professor Alan Trentner is doing there and what the incubator is about. There's information there about everything, actually, that we've already spoken on. But nonetheless, we've uh, uh, earthstockexpo.com is a good place to look to. Uh, for what's happening around there and in that event and experience. And then the NFTs are at yoshidrops.com, Y-O-S-H-I drops.com. And that's for the earth coin. Uh, and uh, Alan, I know you already know, but uh, Life Changes already owns some. So we're <laughs> thank you. It's our pleasure, yoshidrops.com. And thank you for what you're doing and what you're sharing and uh, what you're bringing out uh, for the world. Uh, maybe it's, it's, it's time has come. Uh, so much has already been done and would be wonderful to be able to speak about all the things that have happened, like you started to mention at the beginning and the trickle down from the, some of those things. But uh, suffice to say, when we come back, we just have a couple more minutes uh, with you, uh, with Professor Alan Tratner. Uh, and when we come back, we'll also have our Ask Dorothy segment and then our performance segment with uh, Samuel J. and Colin Martin, all on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition right after this. The Little Dog That Could is the fantastically true story of a man and a little dog that came into his life as his mentor to help him understand the world beyond his human senses and to experience life, love, and healing beyond his human understanding. Best-selling author Filippo Voltaggio, who currently hosts the highly regarded Life Changes show, is an internationally known singer, speaker, and life coach. Filippo offers up his own story, how one little surprise package in fur and four legs transformed his life unexpectedly forever and furthered his path of self-discovery. In The Little Dog That Could, Filippo brings to life the meaning of the adage, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Through the reading of this book, you will experience the journey of real miracles that transcend time, space, and logic while gaining practical tools that will help you navigate your way. The Little Dog That Could is available through Amazon and Barnes & Noble. For more information, visit thelittledogthatcould.com. That's thelittledogthatcould.com. You are listening to A Conversation That Matters on The Life Changes Show. Broadcasting live from the heart of Los Angeles every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Share the journey with us at lifechangesshow.com. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Life Changes Show. We are back. Take action with real regenerative solutions for our world. We are speaking with Professor Alan Arthur Tratner, who is, new word, a solutionary. So... <laughs> Uh, I like that uh, so much. We've been talking about Green to Gold and Earth Day. Uh, did, uh, we talked about the uh, the NFTs, uh, the Earth Coin, and uh, Yoshi Drops, and we didn't really talk about the uh, Expo, right? The uh, Earth Day Expo. Yeah, yes. Earth Day. Yes. So just real quick, yeah. they're beautiful. The uh, Michael 
DiMartino is uh, this regenerative expert that actually joined us. That's how I met him, to start an enterprise, incorporate. That's the kinds of things we do in the incubator, help him get started, and create his nonprofit charitable public benefit organization. And we did that, and they're actually under our umbrella for the tax-exempt status. And they decided, because of my history and what we were doing, that their expos, that their whole intention to do is to bring everything regenerative and have entertainment and products and services and everything else. They said, we'll team up with you on Earth Day, and we've done it, and we're going to do it next week for two days uh, at our global headquarters in California, in the Central Coast, uh, Thousand Oaks, California, and they're responsible. They're the ones producing, putting it all together. I keep throwing content and everything, but they're great at this. And uh, we invite anyone that it's going to be a global stream. So that means you can tune into it. And at earthstockexpo.com, uh, you'll be able to find out that information on how to be a part of that. You can physically come if you want to reserve you know, if you can get out because of the pandemic, we had to cancel all, you know, thousands and tens of thousands of people coming. But you can be a part of that if you're in our locale. And then the other thing is that buy the earth coins, buy new products, see people talking. We, one of the keynotes is the guy that's uh, Sergio is involved with the UN Sustainable Development Goals. And he works with the Pope, Pope Francis and his climate uh change project and in his donor fund and and we have and we have a planetary summit that's going to be broadcast that was my substitute thankfully in 2020 on the 50th birthday uh, astronaut ron garen quite a uh, environmentalist leading uh, cosmonauts and astronauts around the world everyone that's you know gone to space and everything uh he did a planetary summit and they talked about everything for two hours and had wonderful musicians and entertainers, but more importantly, people that were filmmakers and documentaries and scientists and other astronauts and little old Alan on and honored me about <laughs> being involved in this and where we were going in the future. And we're going to play that whole two hours again for the world to see. Um, incredible uh, speakers. We're having a roundtable about solutionaries. And it, it's amazing. So go to earthstock.expo, check it all out, make a contribution, make a donation, become a sponsor. If you want to exhibit, there's still time, uh, whatever. But certainly get our Earth coins. It, it is a revolution for us to raise a lot of awareness at the same time, raise funds to help the world achieve these new solution-based goals. So, and uh, here, here, here's key also, real regenerative solutions. I, I know that there's, uh, there have been products in the past and there's been lip service given to uh, a lot of different things from different companies that have wanted to sell their products as, as if they were, uh, or, or maybe the intention was even there, but ultimately they weren't they weren't real regenerative. And that's really important, right, Alan? Yeah, sustainability in, in what they call cradle to cradle, you've got it. You know, the idea that a product doesn't become wasted, it comes recycled into something else, it transforms itself. And we have all those technologies. We can end landfills, which are a horrible problem for humanity around the world. Terrible diseases and pollution and everything coming out of those the idea of dumping trash into the planet 
is ridiculous when we can recycle all that, make energy out of it, make new products, make new technology, build houses, you know, it's, it, it, and there's one of our enterprises in green to gold and a nonprofit it's called the promise. It makes sense, the name. And it's about eliminating landfills with technology, what we have right now, you know, and, and helping the local economy again. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it is important to do all these things and support it. I think consumers can make such a difference nowadays. Don't count on just government and don't count on industry. They have to do their part. You as a consumer can make those choices every day mm -hmm. and that supports green enterprises. I know what you were getting to about greenwashing. It's a famous phrase. The ones that supposedly were maintaining being green and they were making a difference in their products. There is legitimate and then there are the charlatans mm -hmm. and we've tried to ferret those out and point them out and so other groups do that. Are in green to gold, it's always been that care about the planet, care about civilization, and care about all the species and, and do something with your nonprofit or your for profit idea. We invite anybody with a great idea from around the world that's for green for sustainability, renewable energy, any of these topics, we want to help you we want to make you successful in those ideas nonprofit or for profit. So it's important that people use that power of consumerism, buying all the staples, buying the luxury items, it doesn't matter. Think about where you're buying it from, what that company represents, you know, what that product does. And uh, you know, we have a whole line of products called Harm-Free and we're really proud of it. It's part of our transition that make, have impact and don't pollute and are harmless to plants, animals, uh, the, the planet itself, you know, and humans, of course. So, you know, we're trying to have a whole line of those. In fact, one of our sponsors is a, a new line, a platform called Good Good, spelled G-U-U-D and G-U-U-D, Good Goods, <laughs> about all this. And it's clever. And they, they want to make a platform that allows consumers to make, you know, if you're buying everything on Amazon anyway, you might as well buy from a source that vets everything, that makes mm. sure they're impactful and green and sustainable and, and care about clever. all these issues. Clever, very clever. Uh, Alan, we could go on and on, and that's the good news. That's the good news. And and that that wasn't the news decades ago. There, there, there wasn't a, a lot to talk about yet. There were a lot of problems, but now you're talking a lot of solutions. And I trust... Uh, as I'm listening and tuning into this, that that you know how they say like it takes ten years to make an overnight success kind of thing. That maybe maybe it takes fifty two years <laughs> to turn this to an overnight into everybody saying, "Oh yes, of course we get it," and have us all switch over. This is the year, so let's let's see that happen. And it's very uh, special, and uh, it makes sense that you've turned Earth Day into Earth Every Day for all of 2022, and let's let's keep this momentum going go to green to gold.org green the number two and then gold.org and then as uh, alan has mentioned uh yoshi drops y-o-s-h-i drops.com for the 
Earthcoin. And I know there are only a thousand of those available if they're not already gone by now, but there'll be others coming. If that's something you're interested in, in buying to support uh, everything that Alan's talking about. And then the course, earthstockexpo.com and check out what's happening there. Alan, it's always a pleasure. It's very exciting to see that the momentum is growing in every which way, as is your family, by the way. Good on you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I look, at the, I look at humanity as the family. That nice. we have all, it's the family of humanity that we have to help. So thank nice. you for this opportunity. Always, Mark, Filippo, I just, it's a delight to do this kind of stuff with you guys. And I, as you said, I have other stuff up my sleeve. If you yes, we do. Again. Okay. <laughs> no, we'll have to do it. We'll have to talk more and, and, and do a live event or, or two or many. Uh, so, and, and hopefully we'll get to see you uh, on, on this particular Earth Day as well. In the meantime, uh, thank you so much. Uh, for sharing all of this and for being you and for being uh, the the uh, solutionary of solutionaries. Uh, thank you. Everyone be safe, really, and, and make a difference in everyone's lives. Do something that takes Indeed. action. Indeed, take action. Thank you, Alan. We appreciate you. Thank you, indeed. And with that, we have our Ask Dorothy segment. Dear Dorothy, this is Karen from Los Angeles, and I am overwhelmed with fear of the future for my children. My daughters are 13 and 16, and my question is, how can I best show up to love and support my children without crumbling under the stress of being a mother in today's world? How do I look differently at the sick society that is influencing my children so I am not riddled with heartbreak and worry? Please help me help them. Dearest Karen, I understand you being frightened for your daughter's futures, as it appears you are focusing on mainstream media and what is being presented as our future could indeed look bleak. However, what if you should choose to see that what is going on right now is that we are in the time of revelations and that all is being revealed? This is a time of awakening, and once we awaken, we can begin co-creating a new reality. I believe this is a good thing for society to see through the many lies we've been subjected to since the beginning of time. I truly believe that the truth will set us free and that we can begin co-creating a different world for all. There is so much good going on all around the world, and when you choose to look for the good, you will find it. I encourage you, dear Karen, to join us every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time by going to our website, lifechangesnetwork.com. We have been presenting amazing speakers for 13 years, and they provide us with alternative things to focus on. All of our shows are archived and currently available for free, so I believe it would be great for you to check out our past shows because I believe you will find many guest speakers who will show you a different version of the world than the one you are focusing on. Being the executive producer of the show has helped me see so much good, and I'm proud to be able to provide with our host, Filippo Voltaggio, and our co-host and producer, Mark Legere, endless possibilities for positive change through our broadcast. I trust you will find much good and encourage you to have your daughters listen to some of our shows with you. 
We've had positive feedback from some young listeners who are the age of your daughters. And by you focusing with them on good topics, I believe you will feel better and have much less stress. And Karen, there's so many other wonderful positive podcasts and you can find them by simply searching positive podcasts on the internet. It would be a good idea to let your daughters search these shows too and let them share their choices with you. And let's remember that when we focus on the good, our lives change for the better. I look forward to hearing your feedback after you have listened to more positivity. Thank you, Dorothy. And if you have a question for Dorothy, please write her at askdorothy at lifechangesshow.com. And we'll be right back here on the Life Changes Show with our performance guests, Samuel J. and Colin Martin, right after this. There are self-help seminars costing thousands of dollars guaranteeing miraculous transformations. There are compelling speakers and life-changing weekend experiences where you can walk on fire. They all deliver revelations that guarantee you'll come back for the more expensive revelations filled with even greater wonder next month on Fiji. We get addicted to positive, heartfelt, expensive theater. What we really need is a jumpstart, an awakening, someone who can give us a reminder that everything we need lies within. Through inspiration and practical knowledge, Dorothy Donahue helps people get grounded and motivated, inspired and energized. It's not just words and affirmations and the power of intention. It's a mindset brought about by a tangible, transcendental experience, an audiovisual, physical, spiritual experience that helps us realize we transform ourselves. We get tools to become the conscious co-creators of lives of unlimited potential. Find out more. Go to DorothyDonahue.com. The Life Changes Show is a talk, music, and variety show presented by Life Changes Network, which is a company whose team has dedicated their lives not only to positive change, but to helping others observe and embrace, honor, and celebrate their own changes, thus enabling a more positive, inspired life and helping to create a more positive and inspired world. From everyday people, celebrities, business leaders, and children, we are here to inspire our audience to do life better. With heart, integrity, and experience, we bring our message and positive intent into your lives through the Life Changes Show. As your life changes, we're here for you. Share the journey with us at lifechangesshow.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Life Changes Show. Hey, Colin. Hey there. How are you? Greetings, Mark. How's it going? Yeah, we've got a little Good. party. we got a whole party here. Got the whole family. We got the baby, the dog. We got the a of Earth Day lovers. The ladies and the gentlemen. And we're all, all grateful to be a part of this, brother. Appreciate you. We appreciate you. And uh, I know it's uh, to come and you know, dropping everything and, and fitting this into your very busy schedule. Uh, it's an important uh, episode. It's a perfect pairing. And it'll be great to let this one live out there as well as if you continue to do all the work you're doing and, and as we continue to plant the seeds we're planting. So thank you so much for, for stepping up again. Uh, your consistency is really inspiring. You know, I think this, uh, everyone that knows you knows how much you, you know, time and effort you put into 
not only bringing community together, but to continuously um, address these uh, these pressing, important issues that speak to what is really valuable in our in our lives. And uh, I think there's never been a more important time to uh, speak to those conversations that are, you know, creating positive contributions, or should we say, you know, contributing to the greater good of things. And uh, I know the Earth Day is an opportunity. I mean, every day is Earth Day, right? Like every day should be Earth Day, but it's really good to have a, a day in the calendar where we really get to come together as one peoples and and think about how where we're at with our uh, journey and you know taking care of of the Earth. Fantastic words, and uh, uh, truly appreciated. Um, again. Uh, super grateful that uh, that you're able to to, to team up and, and get down there and, and be live with us, Filippo. I feel like I've been uh, listening to the show, and it's a beautiful show. I wanted to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I I think I think we should leave that all in as uh, we've been listening to uh, you, Mark, and. Uh, friends of yours and of Life Changes and certainly no strangers to the Life Changes audience. Uh, we have as our performance guest Samuel Jay, who is an innovative singer, songwriter, producer and conservationist. Uh, and you heard a little bit about what's important to him uh, in the world at the moment. And also singer, songwriter, guitarist Colin Martin. Uh, with uh, a lot of the same feelings about people and planet, community, uh, humans and animals. And so welcome both Samuel J. and Colin Martin to the Life Changes Show. It's a pleasure. And, and whole family there in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Very nice, very nice. Well, uh, picture here, Felipe. It's, it's good to uh, hear your voice again, brother. Thanks for being here, and um, yeah, and all that you do. But yeah, we're in the this beautiful studio that Colin and Lucinda have put together, and uh, we just have one radiant mic in the middle of the room, and uh, we're just gonna, yeah, play some. Play some music about as live and raw and direct as it comes. So, mm. well, well, audience, this is not a pre-recorded bit. This is not a. This is not a. This is not a pre-recorded. <laughs> yeah, this is live and raw and and so real and in the moment. You both are. Uh, I'm assuming still wet from having taken a dip in the big beautiful Pacific Ocean, right? California life. <laughs> wonderful well it's appropriate because that that's what it's about if we don't keep our oceans clean and if we don't keep our uh uh, uh the the sharks happy and the fish happy and 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 clean and you know all protecting the wildlife we wouldn't have that to be able to use and and so it just it trickles up it trickles down uh, and uh, actually, Mark uh, had mentioned a couple of times, I've, I've been out of town most of this year, but uh, he's been to a couple events where uh, you, uh, Samuel, have uh, actually dedicated the show, the music uh, to, uh, to, to the oceans, right? Yes. 
yeah, we founded a immersive visual musical experience called Ocean Bloom that really is inspired to bring people closer, not just to sort of energy of the ocean, but really like the essence of what the ocean represents. And that is, you know, uh, species and animals that are in harmony with their environment, something that I feel, you know, can be a really good example for, uh, for, for our kind. Um, but yeah, I partnered with uh, the amazing Sean Heinrichs, who obviously is a, is a really dear friend, but also, you know, in his own right is a, founder of one of the most impactful, I would say, uh, ocean platforms, uh, Sea Legacy. And we really try and create impact um, through inspiring hearts and minds uh, with these events. So we are poised to take it around the world this year. We've got bookings from you know, Egypt, Brazil, uh, Saudi Arabia. And of course, it's really perfect because last time me and Colin were on stage, and Lucinda as well, we were all uh, sharing uh, our, our music at uh, Wisdoms for the launch of the first Ocean Bloom. But I think both of us have been weaving, you know, both Colin and I have been weaving our music uh, with causes, you know, uh, with a purpose, so to speak. It doesn't always have to be that way. Sometimes it's just, you know, a song for, for the love of the music. Um, uh, for whatever, you know, a song that is about um, a specific concept doesn't always have to be like, I don't really have a song about the oceans. Maybe we should actually make a song about mm. it. Colin has yeah. an amazing song about the oceans that we were going to do a while <laughs> ago, but it's not like all our music is like, I am standing by the sea. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just that we, it's the... Uh, there is a great love and passion um, for the oceans, uh, you know, that I have, being that I grew up on islands. And yeah, I try and weave it all together when and where it makes sense. And um, I'm really excited to bring Ocean Bloom to the world because it, it doesn't depend on any one venue, right? Like I think Mark can relate to that. Like a lot of people, we were working on projects that were you know, dependent on people attending in person and obviously with the pandemic and everything, a lot of things shifted. But this this ocean bloom is really like, um, it doesn't need to happen in the same venue twice. It's it's mm. transient, you know, mm. we're going to take it uh, wherever people want to have the experience. And that also includes places where children might not get the opportunity to see the ocean and there mm. is very little um, value of like, you know, what um, value of what the ocean, how the ocean serves all of us, uh, you know, to be healthy and, you know, how it plays a part in everyone's lives, even if you do live, you know, in Kansas City or, mm -hmm. you know, in Hawaii. Um, and just connecting those dots um, as a reminder, I think is really important because then we, we have the opportunity to, you know, to value to value it from having that information. Here, 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 here. Well, I get it. We're not going to get to hear I am standing by the sea today, uh, but we look forward to that another time. <laughs> but but what, what, what can we hear, uh, Samuel? All right. Well, a new song. A new song. Okay. 
a new song. All right, yeah, let's just see what comes through. You know, I've, this is a song um, I've written, part of the new album. It's called Whole World. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to tune in and uh, bring it through. I hope you enjoy it, all the listeners out there, live from Colin Martin Lucinda Studios in Malibu. Yeah. 
This crown that we walk upon is sacred. Hmm. This crown that we walk upon is sacred. Wow. Thank you, Samuel J. Uh, that's called Whole World, right? And it's from, uh, what's the album going to be called? Yeah, the new, the new album will be out later this year. And uh, it's, uh, that's actually, it's kind of a full band album. So on that track, you can expect a lot of drums, a lot of energy, choirs. It's very, yeah, it's very full. But wow. It's just such what? a blessing to be with such an amazing talent like Colin that just fills the spaces perfectly with his playing and mm. voice. So that was, a, we've never played that before. So that was. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you for premiering it raw on the Light Changes show. Uh, SamJMusic.com is uh, a website of interest to you now for sure. S-A-M-J music.com sam j music for samuel j now uh is there a, a, what about instagram where, where else can we tell people to follow yeah, you you know samuel j music is across the board uh, it's just my website that i lost the google part of my name it's just sam j music it's <laughs> <laughs> okay. a long story by the way but um <laughs> well we hope we have time for it sometime i'll get the you all back and put it in but a great sign has happened here in malibu as we perform live in their studio the baby has fallen asleep <gasps> to the sounds of the whole world oh it's a good sign it's a <laughs> wow we feel uncomfortable and the puppy Things like yes. the end of puppy, but um, I would like to just direct a question back to you before we hear the amazing Colin Martin uh, share his music. What are you guys doing for Earth Day, and how do we get involved um, to support you know your vision? And Mark, you got some really exciting collaborations going on with this. So, do you want to speak a little bit about um, that? Yeah, we're, uh, uh, you know, we just got to, to hear all of the wisdom of Alan Tratner and, and what Green to Gold has been up to and the Earth Stock Expo, uh, the Earth Coin that's being launched. But the Earth Stock Expo is, is kind of the culmination of a, of, a, of a ton of work that they've been doing for many years and now is brought into this year's expo in, in the format that it's at. Um, and, uh, and we are also aligned with uh, a, a few other partners for Land and People. Uh, who are doing amazing things out in the community, community events, uh, urban wellness programs, uh, and uh, and then also working with Sapphire Sanctuary, the uh, horse and soon-to-be horse and animal rescue as uh, uh, Esther Bernstein is expanding their footprint to uh, include organic and regenerative farming partners, full animal rescue, uh, clean tech, uh, and... Uh, and all of us for programming, music, education, uh, uh, trauma, equine therapy, art therapy, it goes on and on and on. So it's a, it's a great day to be celebrating all of the work. And, uh, and I could echo it right back to you, Sam and Colin and Lucinda and the whole family um, in terms of consistency and continuity and endurance and and showing up all over the planet, all over the world, um, with, with your hearts out front. It's, uh, 
it's an honor to be sharing this moment because I mm-hmm. think we're we're at a such an inflection point now. Mm-hmm. In in more ways than one, uh, Samuel, thank you for the question, and Mark, thank you for that answer. Uh, speaking of inflection point, you mentioned Lucinda, and and you mentioned Samuel, you mentioned the baby. Uh, so Colin uh, is a, a new father, and so there's a lot of new coming through and uh colin uh welcome again how does how does besides sometimes maybe doing a song to hopefully help the baby sleep how how does it change your music being a new father if at all um well uh, every note is just that much more uh sacred or holy to me Mm. You know, um, it's not just about the music, but my entire life now is with a different perspective, with a, a more, um, you know, there's, there's just, there's more responsibility to be about it for the right reasons. Mm. Mm, nice, nice. Well, we, we actually uh, just heard uh, Professor Alan Tratner, who has been working on uh all of these inventions and Earth Day, of course, and all that for over 50 years. And uh, his young son, uh, who is, uh, I think, just, uh, I think he's six or something. But uh, he says that now he sees what all of this has been for. So um, very interesting to have both of those perspectives here on the same show today. Uh, So, uh, Colin, uh, you have obviously so much on your hands and you've added something that we talked a little bit about the last time, but want to bring forward here now that you've been doing this for a while. Uh, you're leading song circles. Ha- have you noticed uh, uh, a- a- an energy that's permeating through the groups that come in? Like how are, how are people showing up? Uh, I-, I know how they leave. They leave better than they, they come in. Uh, but, uh, how, how is, uh, how is the work changing while you're experiencing this? Oh, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing actually to, to witness how these song circles have evolved. Um, I think that after it, you can kind of tell with the people who come back regularly that, they show up more confidently and mm-hmm. a different perspective. They maybe, you know, through the experience, they have uh, a, a better understanding of kind of what to expect in the song, song circle. But the whole point of the circle is that we don't know what to expect, mm-hmm. that we have to all come together and continue practicing, communicating, using a, a language that, I feel is probably our primary language as human beings is the way that we use and manipulate sound as a mode to communicate with each other. Even before we learn our first words, um, you know, the way we use our voices and the way that we use our bodies is rhythmical and melodic. And so I'm a proponent for, I would advocate for saying that, um, you know, the common language on the planet is music. Mm. And so we kind of explore being able to communicate using that language all together in the song circles and the people that come back regularly um, just have more confidence to, to communicate. Mm. Mm. Very nice. Very nice. Well, 
would love to hear you do something of your own. Actually, uh, is it going to be what you said you might be? Said I might be. What? No, what, what you said it might be a campfire song? Oh, and yeah, I've... I just sang this song around a campfire over this last weekend. We were at a, a little camping festival and it was really, really amazing. It's an anthem. Yeah. It's a campfire anthem. It's a campfire anthem. <laughs> and I, it's uh, just like a little, you know, just something very simple that I've always, I loved singing because it has a nice melody. And I think that the words are simple enough that they, um, they kind of hit a, you know, a point it's called, um, um, what is life? I think that's that's a potential title for it anyway. Uh, okay. Well, wow, we're going to get to hear what is life. Evidently it's a campfire anthem. Maybe we'll we'll be all singing it more around campfires someday. In the meantime, we're going to get to hear Colin Martin live from his home studio here on the Life Changes Show at Home Edition. Yes. Thanks guys.
Campfire. Your campfire is actually what a, a, a computer with a microphone on it for today. Thank yeah. you so much for gathering around it and, and singing for us, all of you, including I heard Lucinda. Hello, Lucinda. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Hello. Oh, how special. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, so it, it's getting better. I, I don't want this to end. It's so much better. As a matter of fact, it would have uh, been nice to keep that last part going. Oh, I don't know. At least 10 more minutes. That's so beautiful. Um, yes, indeed. <laughs> wow. Well, this campfire is ready for the. Coachella stage. Yes. <laughs> well, let me give out. Uh, let us take a fire pit onto the stage at Coachella and do a campfire set. Uh, wow. Wow. I don't know, but we might have to recreate something in the dome. 
Uh, we can let's let's envision that. Uh, Colin, you home, isn't that clever? C O L I N, Colin, you home, right? That's uh, your Instagram handle, Colin. Yeah, find me on Instagram, and Lucinda is actually currently helping me revamp and revitalize my Instagram page to be more professional and clear uh, as to who I am. Okay. Okay. Well, very good. Well, let it, let us know when that's done so we can share it with our audience. And then uh, samjmusic.com for Samuel and uh, Samuel, we hope you get the well back um, and uh, would love to know the story on that. But in the meantime, how special to have had, uh, either one of you would have been amazing for this show to have you both at the same time and uh, everybody included the energy, including the baby. I have to say, because I know that the two of you, especially not only put the vibe out through your music and you do through the work you do with people, uh, with young people, with people that are uh, disadvantaged uh, throughout the world uh, from wherever you are. So thank you both for what you're doing for the people of the earth, for the vibration of the earth, and for the species of the earth, for that matter, for the whole planet. Thank you both. Hey, and it's better when we do it all together. Yes, looking forward to do more. So Colin Martin, uh, find him on Instagram at Colin, C-O-L-I-N, you home, and samjmusic.com. Samuel J., thank you so much to you both. Happy Earth Day. Thank you, everyone. Happy Earth Day. (laughs) And that is our show. On behalf of our executive producer, Dorothy Lee Donahue, and our producer and co-host, Mark Leisure, I am Filippo Voltaggio reminding you that as your life changes like ours surely did today, we're here for you. Ciao, everyone. You have been listening to The Life Changes Show on the BBS Radio Network. Listen live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Time and visit us online at lifechangesnetwork.com, on Facebook at The Life Changes Show, and on Twitter at Life Changes Show. Join us again next week as we consciously explore and embrace the only constant, Life Changes. The Life Changes Network is an entertainment network. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and participants and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Life Changes.